This podcast is listener supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. This is the Red Bull Rant podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? From the suburban sprawl of New Jersey to the shores of the Delaware River in eastern Pennsylvania, this is the Rebel Rant Podcast. I am your host, Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 242, Three Goals to Darkness. Oh. Again. And I'm, I gotta put a part two in there. Since we already had that episode title, this is part two. Ugh. So I forgot to put that in there, but this is Three Goals to Darkness, part two. Hopefully, the, well... This sequel is not going to be much more fun than the original, I'm guessing. <laughs> no, no, it is not. Yeah. Uh, in case you're wondering, uh, Jay has once again been called away by the vegan bakery, so he is not joining us tonight, unfortunately. So you got the two of us to go over uh, two wonderful games that the Red Bulls were performed in. Uh, one definite loss to Columbus, three to two in Columbus on Saturday, and a draw, three three against DC. Which, considering where DC is on the standings, and it was a home game, and how the draw happened, certainly feels like a loss. Uh, Oof! So. It's, it feels more like a loss than the actual loss. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, absolutely brutal. Um, let's get right into it. Uh, we will start with the responses we got from you, the fans. Uh, Truman, you've got them called up, so uh, take it away. Yeah, and we have a lot. Yep. So <laughs> it might be a while. Uh, we're going to talk about the – yeah, yeah. Uh, we might just end the podcast after reading all of these since there's <laughs> plenty to read. So first I'm going to read you the uh, thoughts after the Columbus loss, which was uh, super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christo Staglius said, uh, Marsh out. That's always a fun hashtag. And – a lot more of that. Huh? A lot more of yeah. that. Yeah. In fact, Martin Barber said Marsh has found out, has been found out or checked out. Mm-hmm. Trading Dax ripped the heart out of the team, blah, blah, blah. What would you give for Dax and Sam back in midfield? Uh, not uh, much. Not much. Uh, definitely not <laughs> Sam. Yeah, <it's> <laughs> uh, Tonino M., who always writes in, says, never said the team gives up. It just seems like other teams are more talented. Uh, We're just talking about the Columbus game here. Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, and uh, PWC002 just had a picture of sad Daniel Royer, <laughs> which I can totally understand having sad, sad yeah. Daniel Royer there. Uh, so there you go. Now, uh, wow. If you, if you thought those were upset yeah. after a loss, here we go. Here we go to draw. <laughs> here we go with the 3 3 draw. Uh, to Crapfest DC. Casey Jones, Grateful Shred 23, said, Can we get rid of Paranel? Not impressed with Maria or Escobar. Sasha has been MIA and Jesse has no answers. Only positive was Adams. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, we're stuck with Paranel. As for the two Panamanian defenders, I do agree they are very underwhelming. Yes. Uh, all about the 216 said, Dropping points. Uh, SMFH. We all know what that means. <laughs> Uh, Tiago Fernandez says, <laughs> and we'll definitely get into this, own goal giveth, own goal taketh away. 
This team, <laughs> this team looks mediocre with DP. Wheel then late in the lineup. Sasha looked off as fuck too. Uh, Jersey Jonathan says, I can't speak. I've taken a vow of silence until the Red Bulls make the playoffs. I will instead converse only via tweet. There you go. Chico FFS said, Marsh needs to be fired. The talent, the talent mismanagement on this team has been in, insane and inexcusable. Verone is greater than wheel. Chico, I'm going to address this specifically for last night's game. Don't worry. Uh, John, ZZZ said, another day, another loss for the NY team in the final seconds. Mm-hmm. They didn't lose, but it did, did feel like it. Felt like it for sure. And then uh, Gyro Adonacio said, man, I wake up too damn early to stay up for this shit. Final <laughs> whistle of the final game of the season. Get rid of Marsh. It's not working. Again, it's the draw. And I, I'm going to address that too. Yeah. So where to begin? Oh, this is uh... – a tough one. Uh, well, I mean, I think one of the common refrains we certainly got was that Marsh should be fired. Uh, you know, I've said repeatedly that I, I, I think he's got, I mean, I think one of our uh, tweets said is, you know, he's checked out. And I've always said, I've said pretty much his entire season. I do think with his taking his getting his European coaching license that he is very much look, looking to move on. And I don't blame him for that at all. Um, you know, I don't want to coach in Europe, but uh, I don't like it. It might be at the expense of this team. So I don't think the team will fire him. Uh, I could be wrong. Uh, it seemed like they certainly fired Mike Pecky for much less. Um, but uh, I don't know. Do you think he should be fired? I don't think he should be fired um, because it, look, I don't like losing any game. Uh, I don't like losing a game three, two in Columbus, but here's the thing about last night. And I think I mentioned this on Twitter. In fact, I know I mentioned this on Twitter. He actually did everything right last night. Now, maybe, maybe everyone's tired of seeing the wheel start. I could totally understand that, but he, he did push all the right buttons. He brought in the subs in what the 54th minute. I think it was, uh, and he brought Royer in in plenty of time, too. Jesse Marsh did not give up a free kick at the end of the first half. Mm-hmm. And he certainly did not give up that motherfucking own goal in the last three minutes of the game. Right. All right? He did not do that. Mm-hmm. He gave these guys – he put out five defenders because what was it working? Mm-hmm. Three defenders. Yeah. Right, he put out a, he put out five defenders. They got the goal in the first half. Tyler Adams, wonderful, um, and then that shitty deflection off the off the free kick right at the end that I think went off BWP and in. Uh, I think it was uh, Escobar actually. Okay, Escobar. So you have that little deflection, and then I mean, the end of the game is so inexcusable. It looked like he had money on the game, <laughs> the way he booted that into the internet. Uh, I know we allowed own goal to get signed with DC halfway through the year. Maybe that was our mistake for letting him go play for them. I think that was a mistake. We shouldn't give an own goal away. Because he definitely, I mean, he showed up right at the end. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't even, I just want to push, I want to push the Columbus game out of my head because it was kind of an expected loss mm-hmm. uh, coming off the Open Cup game, never coming home. Yeah. Against the playoff team, uh, 
I want to say they played hard. They kind of played hard. Yeah. Uh, Even though when they got the second goal, it was already 3-1. But you cannot, cannot draw two trash bag out of the playoff teams in two straight home games. Mm-hmm. That, that is inexcusable. One, Pat, I know you, you can, I know you'd want to put a ton of blame on Jesse because the lineup started because of the open cup. Um, but you know what I'm saying? It was the B team that he put out for that game. Mm-hmm. I still think that's an inexcusable draw. Mm-hmm. How do you not score a goal? Mm-hmm. And then last night was just, you got three goals you, at home, you, you win a game. Mm-hmm. And here, the, the inexplicably, inexplicably, if they were even down, they went down a goal. Yeah. They went down, they were down 2-1 at one point. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care who they're playing. That's, that's completely inexcusable to lose to these bad teams unless they, DC got knocked out of the playoffs anyway. <laughs> yeah. Officially, officially knocked out. Yeah. yeah. So. so, again, I, I know everyone's mad at Jesse Marsh, but in the game last night, he was not to blame for last night's draw. He just wasn't. Ooh. That was on the defense, on these, these free kicks. I, I mean, the, the, that last one was just so mind-numbing. It was absolutely stunning. Uh, I was watching with my brother. He got up and stormed out of the room screaming, why can't he watch this team win a game for once? <laughs> To make him feel better, none of us have watched this team win in seven games. So, exactly, right? you know, it's it's not all him. None of us can see it. Yeah, they kind of mentioned that multiple times in the uh, on the show that uh, we haven't watched this team win in seven games. Um, here's where I think Jesse Marsh uh, deserves blame, and I actually do agree with one of our tweeters, uh, one of our tweeters, that maybe it is time to put Verone in the starting lineup over Mawil. Give it a shot. I mean, Mawil, I think, has come along okay. But he is just that, and he may get that renaissance at some point, much like Sean Davis has. Sean Davis is a great player right now, um, you know. Uh, but Jesse Marsh more or less pushed Ali Curtis out the door, and so that front office this is now. You got—I I can't remember the guy's name, but he was a, a Hamlin, right? Mm-hmm. Or yep. Hamlin. Yep. Uh, Hamlin. Had his assistant coach become the GM. And in doing that, they did nothing to improve this roster. Uh, I don't know who their scouts are. That I mean, Murillo, I think, is a little bit better. But I don't know which scout said, oh, Escobar's the solution to our, set, our center back uh, issue. Because he sure as hell isn't at this point. Um, you know, obviously, they didn't necessarily expect Colin to go down. But when he did, and when Gideon Ba went down, I mean, you had the opportunity to fill those slots. They didn't. And six goals in two games. Uh, yep. You know, it, it's this it, defense is atrocious. And you knew it was a weakness. You knew if somebody got hurt, you were in trouble. Two guys got hurt and you really did nothing to address it. Uh, and we got the kid from Ghana, too, at the beginning. So remember him? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. I didn't remember him until right now. Right. No, no one does. Uh, so, I mean, I think that's where Jesse certainly does deserve blame. I mean, the front office is his right now, and they did nothing. They got allocation money. They did nothing. They did nothing, and this is something I've been harping on for a good portion of this swoon. They did nothing to improve this team, and it's hurting. It, it's showing itself right now. It's showing, it, you know, 
how bad this is. Um, you know, so I, I, the fortunate thing is uh, Montreal sucks too. They can win at home. So, you know, the, the good thing is with a game in hand, we're still in pretty good shape. Um, yeah, four, four points up. Uh, so, it, it, you know, I, I think that is where Marsh absolutely deserves blame. Uh, in this case, uh, I, I do agree with you in terms of the lineup selection. Except I think absolutely do think when we all Verone is debatable. I mean, I know for the longest time Verone was not starting in the midfield because apparently he didn't want to, but he certainly looks like he's having a blast out there lately. So, uh, you know, maybe his mindset has changed on that. And if it has, by all means, put the, I mean, him on one side, we're on the other. Uh, you know, you need goals because the defense can't stop anything. Right. So... Maybe you want to think about that. Uh, we'll get some five four wins in the uh, future. Um, I, I, I want to. I just want to uh, compare this team to the other team I follow, and that's Liverpool. Because last year with Jurgen Klopp running Liverpool, I believe the strategy was: I'm going to find every guy I can to hmm. score goals. Yeah, and we're just going to score goals. And if we give up a bunch of goals, hey, let's just outscore the other team. Mm-hmm. And it works fairly often. Yeah. And <laughs> the problem with this team is that Jesse sets up the lineup mm-hmm. and the high press to create turnovers to score lots of goals. Yeah. And for a little while, it worked. Mm-hmm. Now, not working at all, and all that's happening is they're giving up goals. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> so now it's a huge problem because now your defense just can't stop Anything apparently this week they just couldn't stop anybody. No, um, and and they're just they're not doing enough on the other side of the ball. In fact, I thought last night they were letting DC control a large part of that game. Mm-hmm. Okay. A large part of it, they were letting DC, uh, especially in the first half, they let DC just have the ball and dribble around with it, and they were the team that uh, plays like their opponents do. Yeah, yeah. Their opponents are like, we'll sit that, we'll let the Red Bulls control the play, we'll get the turnover, we'll come down. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I guess that didn't work either. Exactly. Uh, well, let's, let's just do just our usual staple, staple uh, likes and dislikes. Uh, let's, we've obviously talked a lot about the ne- negative, but from these two big games, what is your biggest dislike? Own goal. <laughs> Own goal. Heart-wrenching own goal i what can i get mad about about columbus yeah they gave up three goals i'm mad but that at the end of a home game rivalry game home game i'm just gonna keep saying home game i'm just gonna keep repeating home game home game home game where you needed to win you needed you need you desperately need to win these home games Mm -hmm. and that was just, I think, the single most inexcusable play mm. out of the whole the whole thing, the whole week. Completely inexcusable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ongol, well, you were so good to us. Why, why you have to go and do that to us? Um, yeah, I mean, really, what else is there to dislike more than that, Ongol? I mean, that that really is the most brutal way to lose a game. Um, when, as you said, you so desperately, desperately needed a win. Um, so, Ongol, you got a unanimous dislike this week. So, like, let's go with that. Can we find anything positive? 
Well, the play of Tyler Adams for one, which I think we can we all can agree with. Uh, and I'm going to say Gazala Verone uh, in both games, and especially last night. I mean, the man played his ass off. Played his absolute ass off. That pass he put in to BWP, who if he didn't stumble with the ball for that millisecond, oh, yeah. would have been an easy tap in net. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was an absolute thing of beauty. He gets taken down in the box. He did what we all thought he was going to do. Give me the ball. I'm walking over to the penalty spot. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even a question. It was like, no, no. Warrior, take a step back. Mine. I got this. And he uh, he buried that PK, mm-hmm. waiting for the goalie to make a move. Goalie didn't really flinch, and he still put it past him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, maybe I think some of the fans are right. Why not? Not only why not start him once, why not start him in Toronto? Yeah, what the hell? What do you have to lose? Seriously. Uh, not much in that game. No. Uh, yeah. Um, I think my like is the fact that, and I mentioned it before, Montreal still sucks, uh, or at least didn't gain any ground on us, which was uh, absolutely necessary after two piss-poor performances. So uh, we can still possibly back into the playoffs. So there you go. Um, one uh, thing that I did want to mention real quick before we move on, uh, I don't know who tweeted it. I just remember seeing it last night. But someone saying that they hope uh, Murillo and Escobar start against the United States next uh, Friday. <laughs> Why not? I, hey. I, I could not agree more. <laughs> All right. Well, Truman mentioned it briefly. Yes, this Saturday at 7 p.m., the Red Bulls will face off against Toronto FC uh, up in Toronto. They will be on. Uh, do you have a list here? MSG Plus. Oh no, they're on MSG. Sorry, I believe they're on MSG proper. Oh, MSG, MSG proper. Um, so that is happening. Uh, Toronto is running away with Sporter Shield at this point this season. Uh, in fact, the trophy will be in the house because I think it, Toronto. I think just needs to draw to get it right. Like, I think so. Yeah. So. Uh, we may be watching another Sporter Shield uh, celebration, folks. Just wouldn't be us. Uh, so predictions. Jason didn't give us one yet. Uh, what, uh, what, <laughs> what do you think are going to happen in Toronto this weekend? Nothing good. <laughs> Nothing good. So everyone listening to the show, brace yourself. It's going to be bad. And I'm just going to go off by what happened when we had a chance to clinch the Supporter uh, Shield for the first time at home. And I'm going to say we're going to get our asses kicked. Three to one. I don't like our chances. I don't like the way the team's been playing. I don't know when Aurelian Collins coming back. Thank God Royer's back. I guess that's one good thing. Yeah. Defense, come on. Like you said, six goals allowed in two games. What should we expect playing up in Toronto? Yeah. Seriously, what, what, what would you expect? And then I fully expect my friend Crust to uh, text me immediately afterwards uh, talking shit because he's a TFC fan. So go to hell, Crust. I'm giving I'm, that's, a, that's a preliminary go to hell because I know it's going to happen. And they just have to buckle up and brace themselves for their two last home games. That, that's it. That's all there is to it. Good thing. Now, good thing the, the last two home games are not against great teams. You know, Vancouver and Atlanta. Right. 
Yeah. So good thing they're playing the easier home games to finish out the season. Yeah, right, exactly. Jeez. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I do not see this going well for the Red Bulls uh, this Saturday. Uh, I guess the slim sliver of hope is that somehow TFC chokes. Um, you know, but I, at this point, I, I'm saying I, I, I'm going to go 4-2. Uh, I, I think, you know, they have scored goals recently. So I do think they'll get two, but their defense has been awful against uh, bad to mediocre teams. Against a good one, it's going to be brutal. So, uh, I, yeah, I think it's 4-2 with us. Um, and TFC is going to have a big trophy celebration on the field, uh, winning there for a supporter shield for sure. Uh, all how, right. how fast does everyone uh, change a channel <laughs> when that game ends? Uh, very fast, yeah. Who, who makes it to the end of the game? That's the real question. How many fans actually watch to the end of that game? I'm going to try. I'll tell you that much right now. I am going to try. Uh, but the rest of them, I, I can see some people just saying, you know what, I can skip this one. I, I don't need to watch this one. Yeah, there's some, there's other good things going on on Saturday night, right? Yeah, there's co- plenty of college football. Uh, there's a UFC, but I don't think that's this weekend. Uh, go out, go know. out, go out, and enjoy the nightlife before it gets cold. Yeah, go out, like rub your eyes, be like, oh, outdoors, nice. Um, so yeah, that's that. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, oh yeah, I guess we're just moving on to the dumping ground. Do we have sure. any the dumping ground? Uh, just Sky Blue played the last home game. Uh, against North Carolina, which they drew 1-1. I mean, season's over. But uh, they have one more game coming up on the 30th uh, at Boston. I know there's fans making the trip. So if you don't want to suffer through Toronto on Saturday and you still want to see soccer being played, you can take a a road trip with um, all the Sky Blue fans, Cloud9 people. Go find them. Uh, Maybe they have some tickets available or whatnot. And uh, maybe maybe you'll see a win this weekend. There you go. Right? Someone's got to win, I guess. Yeah. That sounds fun. Uh, I've done a quick scan of uh, some of my news sites, and I don't see anything that I want to talk about in Dump Ground. So I'm good. Yeah, nothing. I mean, uh, when you're so filled with Red Bull disappointment, yeah, I don't know what else to talk about. I mean, if you people want to send us stories that we should discuss, mm-hmm. feel free. Right now, we're just miserable. Exactly. Absolutely miserable. I, Can we get to 2018 already? Like, I mean, that's pretty much where I'm at. Yeah. Hey, the good news is I think the draft is back on the East Coast next year. So go. let's just look forward to that. That's always a good uh, winter event. Yeah. yeah Aside from... Because so many of our guys we draft to end up playing for the team. Oh, all of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, it's funny, I actually, you know, I, I have all my sports memorabilia in a, um, a little book there, and I have the drafts from 2010, maybe? It's the year, actually, Dilly Duca was drafted. Uh, hey, big star Dilly Duca. Okay. So, I looked, I'm not going to go grab it now, because it's kind of out of my reach, but I did look through the list of players. I'm like, let's just, let's just see who made it. I counted, like, three guys. <laughs> out of all like those college players listed, the whole like three columns full of guys, I'm like, I recognize three names. Yeah. Now maybe there's more playing, but not making a mark. Well, Tim Ream was one, right? He's uh, he's 2010, wasn't he? Tim Ream, uh, uh, Irving Garcia, right? Ah, I remember Irving Garcia. <laughs> I mean, that's the only name a Red Bull fan would know. 
D- Dave Martinez's favorite player, Dave yeah. Garcia. Yeah. I don't remember where I last read about him, but I think he had moved on to beach soccer. Oh, I think he's a beach smart. soccer player now. I like yeah. that. Yeah. So, so like one of those random nights when you're up at three in the morning and beach soccer is on uh, BN Sport, you might see uh, Irving Garcia. <laughs> Maybe that's where he finally became a prolific goal scorer. Let's hope so. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, that's 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 pretty much where we're at now. Looking yeah, that's that it. <laughs> yeah, I, and again, if you guys have stories you want us to talk about, send them our way. We'll half-ass read the stories you send us, and then uh, pretend we have opinions on them. Exactly. You know, pretend we're uh, important and have a lot of knowledge. Right. I mean, we can pretend to watch you know the rest of that Columbus Crew Red Bulls game, which we right. all did for sure. For, for, for sure. <laughs> sure, we did. Yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Uh, all right, I guess that brings us to our other weekly segment, Terrible Team of the Week. Go for it. I think New England wants to be Terrible Team of the Season. <laughs> Not for just the way they lose, but for the way they keep going down a man and losing. <laughs> I don't remember who they played. Maybe it was Minnesota where they, uh, I think they were up a man, or they were up a goal, went down a man and gave up three goals. Mm. We already know what happened. <laughs> uh so they they were they the ones who lost to Atlanta? Yeah, they lost to Atlanta seven nothing, going down two men. Yeah. Well, yet again they go down in the eleventh minute in Orlando and lose six to one. Yeesh. The eleventh minute, what? Apparently, getting rid of Jay Heaps has done nothing because <laughs> these guys still have absolutely no they have no discipline whatsoever. Right. So again, New England gets whitewashed. I'll have to keep a running total of who has the most terrible team awards. This year, but woof! I mean, I, I know we're mad and we're we're struggling, but we're in the, still in the playoffs, right? And we're not losing six to one. Maybe we lose six to one this weekend. Yeah, that's a distinct possibility. It's very possible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I hope not, but I guess it could be worse. We we could be New England fans. Yeah, we we could be playing. We could be New England fans. We could be playing in a football stadium with football lines. Although we did have weird. Youth soccer lines on the field last night. Uh, but we can deal with that. Oh, and by the way, speaking of wacky fields, mm-hmm. did we have a chance to laugh at um, the Smurfs playing oh, in East geez. Hartford? How did we forget about that? Uh, yeah, we, we, I need to bring it up because there was no one there. No. no. no nobody there. Now, I know people want to harp. Of course, everyone goes, oh, Red Bull tenants. Not the point. The point is, there's no one fucking there. Not only was there no one there. I'm sorry. If you are some hardcore supporter, I know Blue Meanie Mike was there. Hardcore Smurf supporter. He he was behind the goal. He was representing. Mm -hmm. But Mike aside, when you claim to be some, like, hardcore fan, and it's a Saturday afternoon. You're not there. Why? Why doesn't the team, like the Red Bulls, provide buses to the hardcore fans? That Why doesn't the supporters' clubs provide buses to the hardcore fans? I definitely would say in New York City FC should have done that for sure. They should have been like, hey, meet here. We'll bus you up. Um, uh, you know, uh, not that I really need to add to pariah status that I currently have, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got to give 
you know, I got to give them the pass on this one. I, you know, it's, I, I mean, I know they're, they're, they're fighting. I mean, they want a stadium that they're not going to get. I mean, let's face it. It's not going to be in the five boroughs. Um, and to, to have to play a home game, what was it, two and a half hours away? Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of feel like not showing up is a pretty – not that it's going to matter, but, like, not showing up is a pretty good statement. Like, I think I said, I said to you privately, if uh, one day yeah, Red Bull was like, hey, we're going to play a home game at uh, State College, Pennsylvania. I mean, and if ESC, Viking Army, and GSU were like, fuck that, we're not going out there. I wouldn't blame them. So uh, that, that's kind of where I, I think. But I, I do I do agree with you. I mean, if they wanted people there, they absolutely should have provided transportation. That would have been like the bare minimum they could have done. There's no doubt about that. They could have had buses waiting at Yankee Stadium mm-hmm. yep. early in the morning, whatever time. Because mm-hmm. I, I honestly do believe as much as people like to harp on the Red Bulls uh, organization for things they do or don't do, they're very good when it comes to transportation for games. Yeah. If if the supporters clubs aren't uh, providing it, they do provide they provide bus trips to the to the drafts all the time to yep. DC to Columbus. Yeah, and I think they would have done it here. So I think that's kind of really the shame. And again, shame on the hardcore fans mm-hmm. for for not representing a team. Yeah, uh, I think that's pretty much it, isn't it? Uh, on that note. Uh, so you can check us out at onceametro.com slash red hyphen bowl hyphen rant. You can give us some of that money on patreon.com slash rebel rant. Email us at rebelrant at gmail.com. Give us a call, which no one's used in forever, although we didn't check the emails. Uh, you can give us a phone call, 973-348-5329, if you want to hear your lovely voice on internet radio. Facebook, facebook.com slash Rebel Rant, which we very re- usually forget to update. Uh, Twitter, <laughs> Twitter at Rebel Rant. Jason's at Dr. Suge. I'm at PMECDA2. Truman is at The Truman. You can subscribe to us via iTunes, Social Radio, Google Play, SoundCloud, all those places where you can get podcasts. So last words before we get out of here. Close your eyes on Saturday and, and pray for a miracle. That's it. That's all that's going to happen. So I guess saying that, when question mark? <laughs> yeah, I think old Bessie, the uh, Red Bull's got a broken leg and needs to be put down. Uh, that's, that's pretty much my opinion on the rest of the season. <laughs> so on that note, um, thank you as always, Will Martins, of course. And this has been episode- Thanks, buddy! Yeah. Yeah, buddy. And this has been episode 242 of the Red Bull Rant. And we will see you later. Peace out, hosers. Lates.